Hello, people of the internet. I am your host and Dungeon Master, Kevin Cady, and welcome to our episode of the Odyssey of the Oberon. With me Hello. is some of the crew of the Oberon. Say hi, guys. Hey, everyone. As you can tell, we are... Uh, yep, as you can tell, we're missing one person. Uh, they may show up in the middle of the session. They may not. Uh, uncertain about that, but we will venture on words anyway. So, uh, you guys just want to jump on in? Cause sure, let's do it. <laughs> I think at this point, people should know who you guys are playing. It me. I'm, I'm a dwarf. D- dwarf. Um, hi, I'm, I'm Mitchell. I play as Captain the Red Dragonborn Swashbuckler. It's me, Mary. I play the Crystal Dwarf Bard. Damn. Well, right. we did it anyway. We did it anyway, because it's... Cause, fuck it, why not? Fuck it. <laughs> because at this point, we kind of have to. Like, it's it's in our blood. True, yeah. true. It's ingrained. It's been ingrained in our memory for two years now. God, it's hard to believe. God, has it really been two years? Pretty yes, much. Yes, actually, it's been a little over two years now. Little... Oh, what the hell? Yeah, time flies, doesn't it? Uh, we'll be like I don't know how to feel about this. We'll be in our 30s by the time this ends. Oh, God, uh, maybe. this. Like I said, this campaign, I'm planning to go, like, to high-ass levels, so... Oh, I know. This, I mean, this will be the first time that I've ever gone past, like, level 10, even. Maybe even less. <laughs> I haven't had, like, a long-form thing before. Neither have I. I've only ever made it to level 15. I don't even know. Oh, I think the highest I've gotten is, like, 12 or 13, I think. Yeah, because I brought you there. <laughs> yep. But anyway, uh, with that, let's uh, dive on in, shall we? So, uh, last time we left off, you guys... Uh, went. You guys made it to the town of Lockworth and discovered that the entire place was empty. Uh, there wasn't anybody there. It looks like everybody basically abandoned the town. Um, very creepy. The uh, only surviving person that you were able to find was a marine or tiebreaker um, by the name of Rowan. Who basically, uh, once you when you guys found him, he was shaking in his boots and was babbling about how the people of the town were taken and uh, changed. All the fun some, stuff. Yeah, all all sorts of fun stuff. Then you guys made some discoveries about uh, a farmstead in which the people were killed. Discovered that the source of these odd behaviors is the water well in the center of the town and uh, Rowan gave you a clue as to where to get more information about the town itself where you can find the people, the well or basically anything so let's pick up there so this tidebreaker, Rowan is in the middle of warning you that the only way to get anything uh, out of this, uh, the only way to get any information or anything out of this coven of hags is to make some sort of deal with them. 
he says, According to the stories, this coven of witches will help anyone who seeks them out, but they'll often require some sort of price for their assistance. Uh, I'm not sure what they'll ask of you, but they do possess strange and powerful magics, so it's probably best that you don't mess with them. Does anybody know what happens if they do? Uh, Not good stuff, I'll tell you that. Some stories, I'm not sure how true they are, but some stories are more... uh, It's better that you not piss them off. What will will they be uh, weighing in particular, at least concerning us? I don't... I wish I could tell you... uh, their minds are very... They like to tailor-make their deals to people. In a way, I guess. That's all I have for you. I'm, so pirates in a nutshell. Got it. Worse. Hags. You ever deal with hags? You ever deal with uh, uh, Barbarica types of pirates? Once. Once I did. Came out on the winning end. Then you got lucky. I'm sure I did, but I'd much rather deal with barbaric pirates than deal with those he shudders monstrosities. Well, unfortunately for us, this isn't the first time we've run into freak, freaky things, people. Yeah. At this point, I, I'm not really surprised by anything. Eh, I I wouldn't say that yet, but, you know, it's probably nothing we haven't seen. Regardless, which way are they? They're a couple, or a day's journey to the uh, west. Uh, so if you guys want to look on your map, I believe, on the world map thing, you'll see... The town of Lockworth is right uh, where you are, and you guys are heading to uh, the Thundertooth Coven, which um, Rowan explains, uh, Rowan names the people around here, they call it the Thundertooth Coven. Um, Don't 100% know why, it's just what people call it, Um, but supposedly they're about a day's journey that way. Okay. Might want to follow the coastline. Sounds like fun. I wish you all luck, but uh, I've already been through too much. I don't think I could could join you on this and deal with those beasts. We don't expect you to. I was kind of hoping you would come with us, but that's that's up to you. We have plenty of people we could take with us. I know, but I mean, are you serious that you just want to stay here? Uh, I, I've been through a lot, uh, Captain, was it? Yes. I'm not sure if you could tell, but I've been through a lot around here. I know, but I'm just saying, I feel like you'd be safer at least on the ship or something like that. You guys are, you guys are on the ship. You guys are, (laughs) 
You guys? No, I mean like no, 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 no. Oh. I mean like uh, like on the ship in the sense of like, you know, uh, well, I was gonna say something, <laughs> um, like in the sense of you know, he could be on the ship as that way. You know, he can find like maybe his own ship or like you know where his people are. I guess I, I don't know. That's that's what I was trying to go with. Okay. I know. I, I my I'm brain confused. just completely died. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it's fine. Uh, not, perhaps I'll try to head back to the capital after I gain some strength and warn them about what's happened here. Alright then. Just don't do anything stupid. I'll try not to. Thank you all for rescuing me and uh, patching me up a bit. Yeah, I don't mention it. Anyway, who's coming with us? Looks like we got another trip. That's up to you guys. We should probably go back and talk about it first. Mm. Yeah, alright. So then, I guess, uh, yeah, we just go back and just explain it. Well, I mean, here's the thing. We're already on the ship, though. Yeah, you guys are already on the deck of the Ober. Us, you know... Well, you know what I mean. Yeah. You see... I was uh, kind of assuming that the crew was already there. Yeah, a lot of the crew is hanging around. Uh, but really, it's up to you guys to decide who you want to take with you on this journey to the Thundertooth Coven. Um, well, let's see. You got a heavy hitter and then a support... Joseph was already our other heavy hitter, and since he's not going to be here for this, I think we should bring someone who does the same thing, so Ordal. <laughs> I like Ordal. I mean, Ordal is pretty strong. Uh, I'll grant you that. But he's the bard. He's the support, too. Yeah, but he can also punch you. True. He's a bard that I can literally slap the shit out of you, like a Polish slapping contest. I, I want him. <laughs> Fair enough. Besides, y'all like Ordal. I get it. Mm -hmm. It made him cool. We can't help it. I know, I know. Alright, so you're just going to take Ordal then? Uh, nobody yep. else? Uh, I don't think... I mean, you can ask if anybody else wants to come. There's also Nephis, and I keep forgetting that Nephis exists. <laughs> you, you do, you really do. Uh, for a reminder as to who your NPCs are, you have Opal, Nephis, uh, Clarice, Ordal, Jonathan, who's fairly new. Mm -hmm. And I believe that's pretty much it. Let's not take the new guy. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to bring Jonathan. Clarice, I think, has gone through enough. So I don't know if I want to bring her. That and also if she dies, I will literally murder Kevin. Um, uh, let's see. Actually, you know what? Uh, something that would be interesting? Yeah. We brought Opal with us for once. We never bring her to stuff. That's true. I'd be willing to do that. Yeah, maybe we should switch it up a little bit. Okay. So you want to bring Ordal and Opal? Oh, uh, I was thinking one or the other. One or the other? Well, it's up to you guys. Uh, what do you think, uh, Mary? Fourth party. Alright, looks like you guys are bringing Opal then. Alright, yeah. 
Right. party. Let's do it. Alright. So, you guys turn to Opal. Um, asking her to join along on this. And she says, I don't like leaving the ship too often, but the way things have been going for the lot of you, the, how much trouble the three of you have gotten in yourselves into, perhaps it's best that I join along on this one, I think. To be fair, most of it's not our fault. True. Right. That That's that's fair. But It's also almost never my fault, so, <laughs> you know. Yes, that, that is certain, for sure. But still, I guess I shall tag along with you all. Also, depending, you might be able to get some information. Who knows? Perhaps. That's true. These, uh, Rowan did say that these hags do deal a lot in information. Maybe we can get some answers on uh, my father's journal, or something along the, those lines. Um, I mean, I feel like we should be careful, but the possibilities there, so... Yes. Alright. So, shall we go then? Yay! Alright. So, Opal's tagging along. Uh, do you guys want to say or prep anything before you set forth to the Thundertooth Coven, or be good? Um, nothing comes to mind. Mitch? Yeah, there's yeah, there's nothing really that I can think of. Okay. So, without further ado, you guys set off walking along the coastline spending most of the day traveling uh, across these uh, rocky beaches Um, in the distance as you are traveling here you see the clouds above you growing dark and heavy uh, as thunder rumbles ominously above your heads These great storm clouds uh, occasionally flash lightning, but no rain appears to uh, occur. From the distance in the mist, you can spot several sharp rocky outcroppings like spears rising from the rough ocean waves that make sea travel to this part of the island very difficult. In fact, as you draw closer, you can see dashed along these uh, rocky outcroppings the the wreckage of various uh, fishing vessels. Oh, I like this. Out of character. Incorrect reaction. (laughs) No, no, I mean, I like the atmosphere. Out of character. (laughs) Don't have to say that. Do you guys want to say anything to each other, or should I just continue? sound tempting, but I also wouldn't like uh, any of us to die here, so might have to decline. <laughs> Damn. Alright, so. Before long, you reach uh, uh, 
the general area of where Rowan described this Thundertooth coven to be, and beached next to this cliff, you see a giant, like, or you see, uh, like a giant corpse resting on the rocky beach lies this massive galleon, sh galleon ship, its hull blackened with age and encrusted with parasitic barnacles. You can see a huge breach along the side of the ship. The mast of this once uh, beautiful vessel now lay broken, and the sails tattered to shreds. Alongside this hole in the ship is a fence made of whale bones, imprisoning several large crabs. Parked next to this fence is a sled made from the wrecked and twisted remains of a small lifeboat. This makes me sad. It looks oh. like it worked. It was a very good ship. Right. Gods know the people on that ship didn't deserve this. Opal nods. This uh, entire area, like a damn graveyard. Not a fan of it. The sooner we get out of here, the better. We, we should really, at this point... Grab what we can and get the hell out of here. Alright then. Uh, into the breach, Opal says. I think so. It's, um, that's where we're supposed to go. Alright. Walking inside the breach hull of the ship, you spy a series of steps that lead to a door made of driftwood. As you near... Uh, the hall, you hear from inside. You're quite welcome to join us, Guppies. We'd love to do business with you. Oh. You ready? Yeah, um, just at that moment, Captain is actually going to uh, yeah, get his uh, uh, gun out, but he's not going to point at it. He's just going to have it out. Not sure that's a good idea. Uh, in Captain's case, he's kind of concealing it. Okay. Like, you know, he it's one of those things where it's like he's got it, like, hidden underneath his coat or something like that. It, it's like the, you you have your hand on the uh, holster of it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So. I take you guys make your way up the steps, then? Um, Captain's just going to ask. Wait, uh, actually kind of whispers to you guys. Are they referring to us? Who else is out here? I thought that... Well, they also said hags. I thought they were talking about the people in the room. What are you talking about? The, the guy from earlier. He said hags. Plural. Meaning that there were multiple. It doesn't mean they all have to talk at once. Okay, but they could still be talking about uh, the conversation in there. In the room. The room. R-O-M. But if they're already in the room, then why are they yelling out into the hallway? From Maybe the inside. They have a sister there. I don't fucking know. From the Maybe inside. sister decided to be like, oh, I'm going to skip breakfast today or something. I don't fucking know. From the inside of the ship, you hear the voice once more say, now, now, guppies. We, of course, are talking to you. Please, come inside. 
Have a seat. Yeah, that answers my question. Really, though, who else do you think would be here? He just ignores that and just uh, continues walking. All right. Walking up the creaky set of driftwood stairs into the hole, you note the slippery sea slime that coats the ship's surface. Once you reach the top step, the door creaks open in anticipation of your arrival. From the entryway, you see three elderly women with greasy black hair, blue skin covered in warts, slime, and sores. Their eyes, which uh, stare deep into yours, are wide and bulging, resembling a fish's eyes. These three hags, for there is no better word to describe them, sit at a table made of a ship's steering wheel, and the scent of rotten fish assaults your senses as you enter. I really want to say something, but I know it, it is not right. <laughs> what would Captain do? Would Captain say that? Well, well, Captain then uh, just says, I love what you've done with the place. Thank and you, that's Thierry. That's exactly where my brain was going to. <laughs> Although, out of character, this is what I wanted to say, and I'll, I'll be for it, but go ahead. Uh, thank you, Guppy. Uh, we put a lot of hard work into this place, as you can tell. Yep. And, uh, please step inside, take a seat with us, and they motion toward three empty chairs that sit across from them. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Captain just I mean, are they, like, covered in slime? Of course they yeah. are. Captain just kind of goes... I'm gonna stand, if you don't mind. Yeah, I'm gonna do the same. Fine, 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 if you insist, young guppies. And uh, making as you move your way inside, you see that there are shelves of old knickknacks, uh, jars with briny liquids suspending organs of unknown origin. Herbs, bones, and other repulsive items are haphazardly thrown uh, where there is room along in this small little space that you find yourselves in. you guys could do with the storage system out here. Eh, not many people come this way, so we find that we don't really need to keep it clean. Right. Sisters and the uh, other two hags nod in agreement. And uh, before long they say, oh, but where are manners? Please. Let us introduce ourselves, and you must, and then you can introduce yourselves, guppies. Uh, the speaking hag then uh, stands and says, "You can call me Granny Gale. I am what you can call the uh, leader of this ragtag group of mine here." And then she motions toward the sea hag to her left. And this one introduces themselves. Hello there, guppies. I'm Auntie Aberdeen. And then the one on the right, uh, the one on the right says, "And I am Auntie Arashia. Asheria. Yes. Please, guppies, 
Make yourselves at home here. Can we get you anything? Anything to eat or drink? Uh, you what all... do you all have? No, thank you. <laughs> we have an assortment of uh, things that have washed up on shore to us, and they pull uh, uh, this, uh, the one who introduced themselves as uh, Auntie Ashira. Yeah. Goes, uh, kind of stands up, walks over to a shelf, picks up like this heavy, big, heavy crate. Like you, you are like you almost uh, walk over to help her pick it up because it looks much too big. But with no, with little to no effort, she heaves it up off the ground, uh, sets it on the table, opens the lid, and from it she produces uh, what look like rum bottles. Uh. No, thank you. And I nudge uh, Captain. I mean, it is just rum, though. No, thank you. No, thank you. (laughs) You just see the cat's just disappointed. It is rum, though. (laughs) No. Auntie, uh, Auntie Aberdeen says, Are you sure, Guppy? I mean, we... This, this is a pretty good rum. We've been enjoying it ourselves the past couple decades. He just uh, looks at uh, Bell and just says, Screw it. Yes, please. Just one. You. Fantastic. Just one. And they hand you a bottle. Okay. He's going to uh, take off uh, the, uh, you know, the cap, but he is going to take a look at it inside. Like, is it just normal rum or? Give me perception check. Okay. Let's see. Okay, that's actually pretty good. Uh, yeah, that's 26. You open it and the most rancid smell comes out of it. Like this, it may have been rum at one point, but it did not keep and it smells very bad. Uh, <laughs> Captain is going to do the classic... Um, He's going to take a swig, but it, it make it look like he takes a swig, but, you know, he's going to, like, kind of have it, uh, you know, behind him or something like that. You yeah. Know, so it looks like he's drinking. All right, give me a deception check. Deception? Okay. Uh, that's oh, <laughs> 29. <laughs> All right. Uh, you see one of the aunties uh, smile approvingly while the others just have this straight look on their face. Like, dead face. Okay. Uh, it's great. Liked it. Good to hear that, Guppy. Now, please, what, uh, we saw your ship come in to the, uh, that little town, just to, oh, what's that name of that town, sisters? Do you remember? Well, it's not much of a town anymore, I suppose, but... I believe it was once called Lockworth, isn't that right? Yes, yes, Lockworth. What brings you to Lockworth, guppies? We're helping a friend with something. Yeah. I see. We're trying to get information. Ah, then you've come to the right place. Yes, yes indeed. Yes, for we know all the happenings on this island, that we can assure you. But our help is not cheap. No, no, it is not, guppies. So we've heard. 
Well then, I suppose you are ready to make a deal, is that right? Deal? Well, we're really looking to just try and figure out what even happened to the to the people there and, you know, what we can do to help it at this point. There's a lot of stuff that we are looking for there. Well, then it sounds like you are looking to... looking for a quite hefty price on our ends, guppies. Do you have anything to offer us, or should we start this bargaining process? How much gold are we talking here? Oh, Guppy, no, 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 no. We are not interested in that trifle gold that all you mortals care so deeply about. No, not us, dear. Okay, then what is it? Do you have anything to offer us besides gold? Or perhaps should we we should just move on to what we think we'd like from you? Uh, I'm actually going to look through my inventory here really quick. Okay. Um, let's see. I show them um, the coats of billowing. Doesn't do anything, but it looks badass. Yeah, they just a trinket, a trinket, a trifle. We could do much better than that, right, sisters? Indeed, we can. The only other thing I can think of is um, I still have that tome of clear thought, even though I finished it. Actually, would that do anything to them no. at that point? At that point, it's just a regular book, dude. Okay. Uh, that's yeah, I don't really got anything. Yeah. I'll see. Well, if you have nothing to offer us right away, perhaps we could start the bargaining then, shall we? Uh, Cap just looks over to Bell. I'm just gonna say, be careful. All right. Don't do anything stupid. And thank things, sir. Okay. All right. Uh, Cap just kind of a. Uh... Yeah, leans a little bit closer to the table. Right? What do you have in mind? All right. And with a snap of their fingers, you find that the entire room goes dark. The only people that you can see or hear around you are the three hags in front of you. And this is for me? For both of you guys. Um, so... What's going to happen is I'm going to ask one of you to uh, mute and deafen or go into the other voice chat for a second. Okay. Uh, while I talk to the other person about the deals that they are about to get. So, uh. these, uh, some of these deals, I will say, I will preface by saying that some of these deals are permanent. Others maybe can be reversed or worked around um you'll see when we get to it but uh who would like to start i'll let captain go first okay okay captain uh yeah i'll start all right so mary if you can do that thank you awesome so as the room begins to darken the only figures you are able to see are the three hags right in front of you. 
Granny Gale is the first to speak, as she says. Murder most foul, murder most fair, the spirit that follows you everywhere. I offer you this, the revenant calmed. We ask of you only a limb embalmed. The fee is your choice of leg or arm, so that we may complete this charm. So, out of character, what they're asking is they are offering to get rid of the rev- to get rid of the revenant for you. In exchange for yeah. this, you have to give up either your arm or your leg. Oh, jeez! A pound of flesh for a pound of flesh. So, what this means? Um, depending on your choice, if you choose to give up an arm, you will take a minus two penalty to your strength and, uh, suffer a small hit point reduction. And if you, like, if you choose a leg, then your movement speed is decreased by half and, again, small hit point reduction. Okay, so if I lose an arm... Strength ability modifier or the ability score? The ability score. Okay, so then that will bring it down from a 15 to a 13. So I'll take a hit there. But the thing is, I, I, right off the bat, I'm thinking of just taking a... I'm not going to lie, I'm thinking of taking the offer because I do want the Revenant gone. Um because that thing, I mean, it's caused too much pain, and I already know Captain will take it. But in terms of, like, what would probably be better, definitely the arm, because, well, if he loses his legs, he's a he's a rogue. That's not going to do him any favors. If he loses an arm, maybe he could get something to replace it or something like that, but... Yeah, uh, I, will also, I, will, I will say, I will give you this, there is always the opportunity to get a replacement for your arm or leg. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I mean, with the arm, he could probably live without it for a little bit, and, you know, just maybe... I mean, considering that he's, you know, planning on being an artificer at some point, he could easily, you know, get that replaced. Um, Actually, yeah, I feel like he could probably get that replaced even when you get onto the ship immediately. But a leg, that's going to be a little bit harder. Okay. So... So, I think my ultimate answer is... First off, my cat is trying to roll the dice. <laughs> Sorry, honey. Um, I would say... Captain that just kind of says, in character... Nice. He kind of uh, starts uh, holding on to his uh, a left arm, in particular. I've caused so much pain. So much pain to myself and to the crew. But most of all, I've caused too much of a pain to my family, to the draconic sovereignty. I've let my anger uh, define me. But I will not let it consume me. I'll take your deal. Damn it, I'll take it. You see, I offer you this. And he extends out his left arm. I will offer you this. You see Granny Gale give a great, wide smile. Fantastic, Guppy. And uh, with uh, she pulls out like from underneath the table, this uh, 
bone saw, like quite literally bone saw, as it's made of the the uh, nose of a sawfish. <laughs> and she he looks be- at the bunny and he just says, "Is that gonna hurt?" <laughs> No, no, not at all, Cuppy. And she immediately starts sawing your arm off, and it hurts like the dickens. Okay, Cappy is screaming. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I I can totally imagine why. Uh, This feels like... uh, This feels like... As... This feels like you getting... It it feels like this salt and lemon juice sting all through your arm as she's sawing it off. And you are going to take a four hit point reduction from that. Oh boy, okay. So four hit points uh, permanently for now. Yep. Actually, should I um Yeah, uh, actually, is that just permanent? Like, uh, I can't get those back, pretty much? Well, you can base... Well, it's... These are, like, um... Like, max... Kinda. Like, uh, obviously, you can... Maybe there's a way to get them back. I haven't decided that yet, but... Okay. For the moment, they're permanent. Okay, then, yeah, I'll just reduce my max to... Uh, let's see... Override HP, so 61. Yep. Okay. No longer 65. And then uh, minus 2 for your strength. Okay. Yeah, let me go ahead and I take care of that as well. Of course. Type total score if I can. Okay, I'll just have to edit that. But yeah, okay. So, what happens next? The second one speaks. Anti-Aberdeen. A red dragon man left broken and bent, abandoned by his nation, his strength long spent. I offer you this, a chance, a cure, your dear father's illness quickly abjured. The cost of this task is insignificant, small, a finger of yours, that is all. He kind of, he kind of jokingly says, can't you just take out the left uh, uh, what arms a finger? No, I'm afraid not, dearie. That, uh, Guppy, that's not how it works. And, uh, so out of character, what this means. Obviously, uh, they they are gonna give a cure to your father. Uh, in exchange for your, one of your fingers, which will give you a minus two to your sleight of hand checks. Fuck, I'm trying to think of what Captain would do in this scenario. Oh my god. I think I need to think on this one. Yeah, um, no, of course. Do you, do you think you could, like, a switch over to uh, Bell for, like, the first one and then, like, come back or something like that? Or uh, I, got, I got one more to read. Um, one more contract, okay. if you want to hear that one out. Yes, uh, I would like to. Alright. And the final one speaks. Auntie Ashira speaks. Answers you seek for the quest you're on. The town of Lockworth, her people gone. I offer you this in exchange for your eye. A vision will grant you as to where they hide. So, uh, out of character, what this means is they will give you, uh, in exchange for your eyeball, a handful of visions determined by a roll of a d4 plus one. 
And uh, what this means is... Now, this can be... Um, this isn't a permanent... This isn't a permanent one. Like, this just will take time for you to get used to. But okay. for, the mo- for the immediate future, you will have a minus three to perception checks and ranged attack rolls. Okay, and... So, uh, basically, do I just get, like, more sight, like a, like a pure sight type of deal, or what's going on? You're losing one eye. Well, I know, but I mean, it sounds like I get access to something. Uh, basically, uh, later down the line, you'll just get used to having one eye. Like, you know, like... No, no, I mean, like, what's, what's the offer? Oh, uh, visions. You're gonna get us a handful of visions about, um, whatever questions that you want answered, uh... The number of visions is determined by a D4 plus one. So. Oh, just fit. Um, okay, well, I will say this. I think that one uh, he isn't going to accept. You can take your time that... to think about it, too, if you want. Yeah, I, I'm i leaning towards Captain probably wouldn't care about that. Because I do have a philosophy for it. But I'm, like, as far as, you know, like, what Captain believes... But it's also really hard to apply that for the second question, because there's a huge, huge dilemma, because it's the whole thing of his philosophy right now is that he, he doesn't, uh, yes, the visions that may help, you know, in their ultimate quest, you know, finding, you know, what happened to the, to Joseph and all those people, but I also feel like it's not, um, it's too easy, I guess. And not really deserving. And he also kind of has the whole philosophy of where is the fun and the adventure if you have all the answers at that point. Like that kind of thing. So I feel like this the third question he's going to deny. The second one though, with that philosophy in mind, the whole point of him going out was to help with his dad's sickness. But... Oh my god, I don't know. Like I said, take some time to think about it. I can always go back to Mary and go back to you. Yeah, 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 go to Mary. I, I need to think about these two. Of course, no, take your time. Alright, I'm gonna deafen. Just gotta get Mary back in here. There you go. Hello, welcome back, Mary. Hello. I pressed the button too many times. <laughs> Alright, so the room around you begins to darken as the only figures that you are able to see and hear are the three hags in front of you. The first one speaks, Granny Gale. There once was a fisherman lost at sea. He was separated from his family. I offer you this, a resurrection most true, the return of your father, who loved you. In exchange for this favor, I need your ears. A simple exchange, no need to fear. So, what this means is out of character. They are offering to resurrect your father from the dead uh, in exchange for your hearing. Uh, mechanically, okay. what this does is that you'll have disadvantage on perception checks and performance checks. 
ask like the hex questions? You can ask or... them. You can ask them questions, whether or not they'll answer. Yeah, I figured. Um, it's like. Say I take this deal. Where are you putting him? Do I have to go find him? We could return him home. We can't bring him here, of course, but... We'll put him back where he belongs. We'll put him back where he belongs. Guppy. You can take your time and think about it if you want. Let me think about it. Yeah. You want me to go on uh, with the other stuff? Yeah. Right. So, Auntie Aberdeen speaks up next while you molder that one. Your family is divided, fractured, and split. The home torn apart by an elven outfit. I offer you this, a reunion of sorts. The family, you, the family you need waiting at port. In return for this service, we simply ask, you give us the lies, your false mask. So what this means out of character is that they will reunite you with your uh, missing mother and your young brother in exchange for your ability to lie or deceive. So, mechanically, what this means is you'll get a minus five on deception checks. Does it... I'm not sure I want them at this point. Isn't there a whole lot of... Well, for lack of a better term, shit going on here? That's fair. It's totally up to, totally up to you. I mean, in theory, like, I could keep them on the ship or whatever, but having them here, I feel it would be dangerous. Plus, our ship is actively wanted by, like, a shit ton of military. Okay, so you're not gonna, you're not gonna take that up deal? I'm just thinking, I might. I'm just... Here seems like a very dangerous place to bring them. Would you be willing to bring them to a place or, like, make them slightly easier for me to find? Because I don't want them, like, coming here and then immediately dying. I would settle for their location. Like, I just, I don't want to reunite with them for them to immediately get, like, abducted by, like, the crazy fish things. Okay. All right, dearie, we could give you their location in exchange for your ability to deceive others. I think we can work with that. I'm willing to make that deal. All right, so you take that deal. Uh, uh, I'm not sure how you can do this on your character sheet, but I, I think there's some way to 
minus five on your deception, but we'll, we'll figure that out later. Um, but they tell you um, that your family... Uh, I gotta pull up the world's map, too, because I forget the name of my own islands and shit. Well, you've created a very large world, so... Yeah, many islands. They tell you that your uh, that your brother and your mother have have been living in Lathriel. the uh, island to the north of of uh, Thana and Volwind. They also so yep. They also say that um, your brother has been supporting your mother there as a priest. Oh, he's not gonna like all the murder I've done. <laughs> Oops. Uh, but that is all the information that they give you. I'll take it. I'm okay with that. All right. And then, do you want to hear the final deal? Yes, please. So, Auntie Ashira speaks. The people you seek, we know where they are. Stolen away by old-grown caviar. I offer you this, three answers given. A trade we shall make, if you are so driven. Your voice for questions is all we want. Come on, Guppy, make a deal with your aunt. So, out of character, what this means, is that they will answer any three questions you have. Um about, presu- presumably, about Lockworth, but in case you have any other questions, maybe they'll answer that as well, um, in exchange for your voice. So what this means mechanically is that you can't cast spells with a vocal component, um, but this can change uh, over time, because y- you've seen uh, Asen be able to cast spells without vocal component, you just need to learn how to do it. Uh but you can still communicate, too, using hand gestures, uh, very much like Asen, because due to your college of eloquence, you can make yourself understood basically by anybody. And I don't want to take away your ability to communicate with your teammates, because that's just mean. Right. So you can still communicate, but just like, you know, you can't physically talk anymore. Right. Um, but yeah, so what do you say to that? I mean, I got the main answer that I really wanted from here. Although this one is more tempting than randomly forcing my father to deal with the fact that he's suddenly alive again. Because, like, as great as that would be, like... That's going to be a lot of trauma on that man. For sure. For sure. You can imagine. Take your time to think about it. No rush.
how do I know which one? Like, I know obviously a couple of them are obviously very obviously like verbal stuff. But uh, oh, uh, so when you go into your spells, it will say components. So like, if you okay. click on a spell, and it will have like uh, it will list components. Okay. Uh, it will come up with like a V, S, or an M. Yeah. V means vocal, S means somatic, which means hand gestures, and M means material. Uh, so like you, okay. you would need, and usually with the M, it comes with parentheses of what material component you need. Okay. So there's that. But like I said, uh, it would take you some time to figure out how to cast spells with uh, vocal component. Like, you could still do it eventually, it would just take time to learn how to, to relearn how to do it without actually using your voice. Mm-hmm. Plus, you never know, maybe you could somehow get your voice back. That's always a possibility. Just gotta find your one true love. <laughs> oh my god. I had to. I had to. <laughs> If you want, I can. I will allow you to change your spells to better fit that because I also don't want to like. I don't want to screw over your character hard, you know. Yeah, yeah. Do you want me to get back to you because uh, Mitch? I left Mitch thinking about stuff too. Uh, actually, then yeah. Let me let me think about this for another minute or two. Uh, Let me uh, before you go. Let me see if Mitch is still thinking. Sorry, people of the audience, but I also wanted to make sure that these guys don't know who took what deals, <laughs> so they can't yeah. cheat. All right, Mitch is ready, so uh, you can Plus definitely mute. Important stuff, guys. Yep. This this is very this is effect. This is a game affecting stuff, so I understand. So if you can All mute right. and deafen, and yep. I'll get Mitch back in here. There we go. Hello. Yeah. So Mary is thinking of her. Mary is thinking of the deals herself. So what have you decided? Oh my god. So I'm still pretty deep in thought. One thing's for sure. I don't regret uh, the first decision. Like a hundred percent. That's what Captain would do. Okay. Um, Totally fine. Because he views that as his punishment. He caught. I mean, that he views that as his final punishment. Where you know. He uh, was tortured. He got the wrath, um, you know, from mentally, of course, from all those dreams. Um, conquered that. Then, you know, he has the Revenant constantly hunting him down. Um, he had all of his bad deeds, you know. He, no matter what, he can't escape from his past. So I know I'm okay with that decision. Um, and, of course, he's going to have to face even more, you know, when he goes back. But one thing's for sure is he it, it's something that he alone should be dealing with and not the others you know others are getting hurt because of it so happy of that decision okay. now so here's the thing i'm thinking either he accepts neither of the two others or he accepts both 
because the whole thing is like I said, for the second decision, that is the whole point of Captain's journey. He is out here for because of his dad. Because of that, because of their family honor now being tarnished and all that kind of stuff. Even though he feels like now, you know, all of it is just bullshit and he has different plans on his mind. And the thing that I'm trying to figure out is would he do it though because on one hand it's the whole point of it of like his journey but at the same time at the same time though if all of his hard work and everything just results in something as easy as you know just taking a deal then what's the point it's a little it's a little too good to be true is what you're getting at yeah, well, well, not necessarily that, but it's just like, I fought all this time, and you know, all this time to get all this money, so when I come back home, we would be rich, and that we'd be well off, and that it would be enough to where we could research and, you know, try to get my dad back to, uh, uh, you know, back to full health, same with uh, his mother, and, you know, maybe even his uh, sisters at this point. But at the same time, though, it would make all of that hard work that he put in for go t- to nothing. Like, it, it would be for nothing at that point. Because all it does is just come down to this one decision. You could always take the one deal, not the other two. That's always an option. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Uh, actually, you know what, Captain? I will only ask a, a one thing, though. Okay. To the person who gave the second deal. Alright, uh, that'd be Auntie Aberdeen. He just uh, kind of looks down at his arm, uh, you know, still, you know, kind of wincing in pain. The arm What's that is now detached it? from you. <laughs> you're, yeah. you're looking at it across the table. He just kind of uh, looks over to her and says, What is the status of my father? Hmm. <laughs> How would they answer? No better than when you left. Okay. So he's not on, like, the verge of death, but he's the same as before. All they said is that he wasn't as better as he left. No better than when, uh, than when I left. Yeah, so yeah. basically he has not improved. Well, I mean, it's like I said, he's just only been crippled. Um, well, if he's not better, it, then that also just kind of tells me that he's basically the same as he was before. You can interpret it that. Is he any worse than when I left? They smile and do not answer. Answer me, damn it. What would the fun be of that, Guppy? Oh, the fun would be taking your head off, right? <laughs> he just kind of winces because, you know, he tried to move and, of course, arm. <laughs> I imagine, uh, if, if you don't mind me taking over this narrative, I imagine that you go to, like, uh, 
granted, it is your left arm, but I, I imagine you go to, like, um, punch her, maybe, with your left arm, and as you go, like, you find that it isn't there. Like, you have, like, this phantom limbs and, uh, phantom limb thing for a second. Well, I'm also thinking he's just trying to move the muscles, and of course, it's painful. Yeah. You, you try, you try your hardest to move the muscles, and you see across, like, you see your arm twitch as you try. Uh. <laughs> So you're telling me that all of my hard work, everything that I fought for, could just be done with this one wish, this one offer? If you choose to accept it, Guppy. I can accept the first one, because that was my punishment. That was what I chose to do in the end. It was my problem, and it's my own burden to bear. So, of course, the price would be high. I accept that. But to take the offers of both of these, it further just... You're asking me to basically make everything that I have worked for, all the uh, friends that I've made, the family, the people who I have done everything for, and everything that I have collected, to be for nothing. What is the point of an adventure? What is the point of an undertaking a this crusade or whatever the hell you want to call it on? Uh, call it. What is the point of any of it? If all you can do is just wish for it, all of it. You can't wish for every single damn thing in your life. Okay, so I take that as a no to the second deal. Uh, he's referring to both at this point. Alright. He just kind of looks up, up at uh, the other two. And you know, even the third one. You know what? To hell with your deals. You can uh, have the arm. I hope you enjoy it, you sick fucks. Because guess what? At the end of the day, I know. My family wouldn't want me uh, to do to berate myself and uh, diminish myself as a person any more than I already have. So the hell with your deals. I'm not accepting the other two. Alright. You see the other two frown, but that is all as uh, the room starts to lighten up. And let me go back to Mary to see what they have decided. And uh, if you don't mind, mute and deafen and... Eventually, yeah, I'll get you back, both back in here. Okay. Uh, just let me make sure. Do 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 do. Sorry, audience, but I'm just. Uh, this is quality entertainment. Uh, I think. I hope you guys are enjoying this. Uh, you guys get to hear me talk. Oh, Mary, Mary's back already. Hello. Uh-huh. I was just talking to the audience. <laughs> Should I leave? No, that's fine. Were you having a heart-to-heart with the audience? A little bit, but it's okay. Um, so, have you made your decision? So, I was reading up on stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I was doing research while you were talking to Captain. Um, so, as a bard, there's like the Oh my god, I just looked at the words. Why is my brain doing this to me? 
brain. Do you want to work for like five seconds? Brain did not want to work for five seconds. Bard can do bard spells with instrument. True. Somehow. That is true. In theory. In theory, yes. I was trying to figure out how the hell that worked. I think I get what you're uh, going for. Are you trying? Are you trying to th uh, like? Basically, you are thinking about possibly replacing the vocal component for your spells with an instrument. Because if so, honestly, yes. I'd never thought of that. I applaud you for that thought. I'm totally down for it. So. Because my brain immediately went, I can become rain. True, you could. Uh, for our audience who doesn't know what, who that who that person is, we are referring to Rain from the Owl House on uh, Disney Channel. Great show, a lot of magic and uh, you know, fan, high fantasy adventure. Watch it, highly Very recommend. Fun. Very fun. But yes, and it's all out, so you can actually print it if you want. Yep, you but can. You should watch us too. Yes, because we're great. Yes, we are. <laughs> Yeah. If that's a thing that, like, even I, even if I have to take some time to learn it, like, I'm willing to take that, that deal, that last one. I really like that. I'm down for it. So what do you say? You take the third deal? Yeah. All Sorry, right. Granny, but yours is just a little too much. <laughs> no, that's, that's the whole point. Granny Gale is a very powerful one, so they gotta ask a lot in return for their service, but... So... You can ask up to three questions. Okay. Uh, do you want me to bring Mitch in here so you guys can discuss with those these three questions? I'll let you do that. Uh, yeah, I'm up with that. All right. Uh, just, as long as you are, obviously. Yeah, just don't tell him uh, what you're giving up right now. He'll learn eventually. Oh, I know. I got you. All right. Um, so, Mitch, come back, please. <laughs> please. <laughs> Hello. Hello. I love the energy that we've created in the studio today. <laughs> this this is pretty good energy. I like it. Okay, what's going on? All right. So, um, without going into too much detail, Mary has taken one of the deals of the Hags, and uh, Mary can ask up to three questions to the Hags. Uh, I'm basically allowing her to get your help with what questions to ask. So you two discuss. Let me know when you're ready to ask, and I will provide the answer. Okay. Um, so, all right, Mary. So you took one of the deals. Um, I took actually, a deal about asking questions. So what we're discussing right now is what questions do we want to ask. Okay. What questions we want to ask. That is... Oh my god, that's very difficult. Okay, first off, I think one of the questions should definitely be uh, related to Joseph. One of them should absolutely be related to that, because that's the whole point of us being here. So... Do you want to ask about, like, the state of his crew or something like that? Ah, uh, jeez. 
I'm honestly, at the end of the day, where they are. That is probably the status of the crew is probably the. Um, well, it doesn't matter yes. where they are if they're dead, though. Well, here's the thing, though. If you know where they are, then you know where to go. Um, and, and I mean, in also telling us uh, where they are, uh, it could also tell us a little bit of the status in the, in of itself at the same time. I mean, I mean, that's just it a could theory. just ask about what we're up against. I I really do Cut think. Out the uh, man. Yeah, I, I'm just saying, like where they are is probably the best uh, uh, thing that we can do. Because if you don't know where they are, like if you know the status, and they say, "Oh, they're alive," then it's like, okay, well now what? <laughs> then um, so that's kind of why I'm thinking that finding where they are, because that's the whole point of you know why we're here is we're looking for his crew and family essentially. Um, and if we find at least one of those uh, groups, then we can you know in theory we can locate everything else. That's why I'm thinking where. Do you uh, understand like what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's my uh, personal opinion on that one. I mean, if, if you think of, like that's one of the questions we should ask, uh, I personally do. Um. Yeah. Okay. I'm okay with that one. All right. Now, what's a question that you want to ask? Because. What I'm thinking is a question that, yeah, actually, uh, what's a question that you would want to ask, uh, first off? Um, uh, I honestly have to think about that for a second. Do you have one that you would want to ask? Uh, well, the only other thing that I can uh, think of is... See, here's the thing. There's four questions that I can think of right now. Um, okay. First one is Joseph's, which I kind of have set in stone. Like, I, I really do think we should ask that. Because that's what Joseph would want. Um, another question that I think of is where your family is. You know, like, what's going on there? That's not an issue. Okay, then we can skip that. The only other thing I can think of is two things. One, um, the status of Captain's family, because he doesn't have all the answers. Um, he wants to know, you know, what's going on at the Draconic Sovereignty. He wants to see what's going on there. Like, even if it's like, maybe, can I see a vision of my family right now? Like, just to see what's happening. Like, that's one thing that Captain would probably want. Okay. Um, I, I, that would... Like the status of your family? I guess the status of, like, even if it, more so to, like, to see a vision of their status or something like that, because he needs to see I'm it. I'm not sure that's how that's going to work. I mean, we could ask. Some questions. But, yeah. Um, I mean, that's an, I, I mean, that's a maybe. Uh, like I said, I, I thought of, like, a question for each of our characters, and then an overall question, which is about our journey. Oh, fuck, there's also Rosewater, though. Uh, just as a reminder, you only get three questions. I know. Well, that's what I mean. Like, there's several questions now that I can think of, and we can only choose three of those. Okay, so you said that you don't uh, really, you're not really looking into your family, uh, like your the family question right now, right? It's, it's not as big of a deal. Like, they're obviously okay. not in massive amounts of trouble right now. Okay.
Okay. Um, honestly, I feel like uh, having Captain now understanding you know, what's going on with uh. So the only other questions I can think of outside of like the character questions are what's going on in Rosewater right now. Because I know that eventually we're going to come back, but if it ends up being like a... I'm pretty sure that's just more Eldritch shit going on. Well, what I'm worried about is that the island's gone. (laughs) Well... I mean, if we can come back from whatever the fuck is happening here, I think we can fix that too. Yeah, I think um, if the island is gone, we could probably do something about it. Um... Regardless, though, okay, the, uh, the other question, though, and I know we want to ask this one, it has to do with the treasure from Opal, the Opal's family. That, I think, is pretty, that would arguably be, like, the highest priority, because, I mean, that's so the whole point. That one. So, well, let's see, I need to think about what we know about the treasure. Um... Okay, so, hold on, I need to go back on the world map, because I remember, yeah, okay, so, on the world map, uh, which is uh, Norril, yeah, Norril is where the treasure is, we found an X, which is supposedly where the treasure is, so, I guess the big question is, what is, uh, well, do we already know what is so desirable about this uh, treasure? Because I think it's only been alluded to, like, it's something powerful, but we don't know. I don't think that really matters that much i mean we're gonna we're aiming to find it anyway so that's true as long as we find it we'll have that question answered in time yeah the only other thing i can think of is like how do you access it or like get to it because i mean i'm also thinking that there's gonna be puzzles or like some key or something that we're gonna need to get in there yeah so that could be helpful how do we find yeah yeah how do we find the treasure um uh, there because you know we know where it is well in the general area but we don't know how to access it okay so so how do we get to opal's treasure thing yeah how do we access the treasure um joseph's uh, uh crew like where are they okay where's yeah and then finally the third one like I said, it's either Rosewater, your uh, anything that Belle would want to know personally, like with her backstory or her family. Or There's not it's... much that I need to know. I'll find them eventually, and it's not like I don't know what happened to my dad. Okay. So we can cross that one off. So I guess it's either Rosewater or Captain's uh, deal. Or unless we find out something more about Opal. The only other thing is... I'm tempted to ask about, like, how to help Clarice. Oh, yeah, Clarice. Um, we don't exactly know how to get her home. Yeah, it, it, at this point, I honestly screw that Captain's uh, question. Because, um, I mean, one way or another, I mean, even if, uh, like, you know, his dad isn't doing too well, he's gonna find out, because I already know we're gonna be heading there soon. Yeah. Um... So, I think, at the end of the day, he's going to have to just let it go. Um, then in this case... So, yeah, the treasure... Treasure, Joseph's where Joseph crew. is, and then... Uh, how do we... How do we get Clary's home, I guess? 
Honestly, yeah, because that's another crew member, and I can see us wanting to do, like, selfless acts here. Okay, then, um, yeah, I think those should be the three questions. Uh, wouldn't you agree? Yes. All right. Okay, that's so, what we're doing. All right, so if I can get uh, Mary to ask her questions. First one would probably be Joseph's crew, since that's why we're here. Okay, so... Where is our friend Joseph's crew? Oh, do I need to mute? Uh, no, you can listen to this. Okay. I mean, you're helping us to ask the questions anyway, and, like, I would... Yeah, You're going to get the information anyway. Yeah. Okay, okay. I- I'm sure Bell is going to tell you exactly this as well, so... Yeah, okay. So, you, from, uh... Let's do this in threes again. Granny Gale will answer the first question. Your friend's crews are deep beneath the mountain, underneath a temple. Oh, good. I knew we were dealing with a cult. It is a well-known temple. Your friend perhaps knows of it. Okay. Um, well, I guess the question is, like, you know, where specifically? Like, um, where on the island? I don't think we're going to get much more than that. I asked okay. what I asked, and they answered what they're going to answer. Okay. Well, regardless, um, so temple. So we need to... No, a Yep. Those were sounds that came out of me. So you said underneath... Uh, repeat what you said, Kev. Underneath a mountain in a temple. Yep. Okay. Underneath the mountains in a temple. Then, and if you guys want, actually, you guys have basically, you guys do have the map, if you guys want to take a look at it. Oh. Okay, I think I know where it is. Um, Mary, if you look on the map, it's more than likely where that lake is at the bottom of the mountain. Because I think I see a tunnel along with uh, some oh, yeah, other stuff it. there. Or actually, I think the temple, oh, the temple. I think that might be the temple in the mountains. Yeah. Okay, so that's where we need to go. Easy. Excuse me. Um, okay. Okay. We know where to go. And then the next one is, uh, so our Captain Oval is looking for a treasure. How do we find it? How do we access it more so? Yeah. Yeah, because they would just answer you follow the map, so I'm not, I'm not gonna. I'm not yeah, gonna be okay. Uh, how, like a... how do we access the treasure? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. However, however, the easiest way to ask the question. Yeah, no, I, I understand what you're asking. I'm not gonna be a dick of a dungeon master and be like, "Oh, you follow the map." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just be, be that guy. <laughs> uh, Emperor Anti Aberdeen speaks. The treasure lies in the heart. Of a abomination, a dragon mutated, changed by some otherworldly force. Great! Kill the We've dragon. Oh well, dragons before. Kill the dragon. You get your treasure. So that's what I. That's just that question. Yeah, because we did so well with those before. Well, uh, the good news is, though, we know what to fight, though. So we know what we're up against. So oh, that can actually give us a lot of strategies to plan for whenever we get to that point. Okay, so murder a dragon. Okay. That's that's good, though. That's still information. 
Um, and then the third one, yeah, Clary's. How do we help Clary's get help? All right, so then the third one. <laughs> I got it. The third one says, uh, Auntie Ashira. Your little fairy friend, you want to return her home. Well, there's a island, a hidden island in Cliffspire, surrounded by fog. You go to this island, and there, there you will find a way home for your dear fairy friend. Cliffspire, 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 where is that? I'm trying to look on the map, Cliffspire. Uh, I don't think... Oh, oh, wow. Yeah, it's a journey. (laughs) Oh my gosh, Mary, go all the way up into the world map. I I know, I saw it. Holy hell, yeah, that's... I found it, like, immediately. You're fine. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not like we're not traveling anyway. Although that is a little closer to the public than I would like to go. Yeah, uh, honestly, out of everything that we're going to do, I mean... Considering that we're going to be going to, like, Rosewater, then Bizaphead, and then Norwell, I mean, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Well, I mean, after Thanil, I'm imagining we go up north to the island where your family was last seen. Um, yeah. At least I'm presuming. Then Rosewater, yeah, Bizaphead, Norwell. Cliffspire will probably be, like, one of the last spots we go to, if even that. It, it depends on the situation. But still, we have but an the answer. The fact that we know it's good enough for right now, at least. Yeah. More than we knew, like, five minutes ago. Yeah, because we had no idea. Okay. That's that's pretty good information, though. I'm pretty happy with that. Oh, that was stressful. Yep. Yeah. So, as you, so as you all come together, the light, uh, the light and, you know, the darkness fades away, and you all look at each other. Uh, uh, Captain doesn't. He's kneeling down in pain. <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh. Um, yeah, Opal uh, is kind of clutching her head in pain as well. And... Great. Yeah. Uh, oh, no. I will... So you all are now able to see and hear each other. Uh, I will say this for Opal. Oh, you see Opal, like, covering, like, her eye in pain. Oh, yeah. Oh, son of Well, I figured that's what she sacrificed. And, uh, Captain, uh, I'll let you describe what uh, you're missing. Actually, uh, go to uh, Belle first. <laughs> Belle appears to look very, very normal. What? What did you have to sacrifice? <laughs> I wave. Huh? I wave again and just blink at him. I don't get it. <laughs> you you will shortly, but uh, the hags all smile, uh, very cruelly. Oh my god, I might add, mute, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Okay. Um. And then, oh yeah, did you want me to describe a captain a little bit? Yeah, if you if you don't mind. So yeah, you guys are looking all over the place. Captain is uh, like kneeled uh, uh, down, like on one knee, and you just see him uh, slowly get up and turn around, 
his left arm is gone. Oh, great. Uh, and with cruel smiles, the uh, Thundertooth Coven say, almost pretty much in unison, Well, thank you, Guppies, for stopping by, but by the sounds of things, looks like you all are quite busy, so we won't... We will escort you out, and you can discuss what you've been through outside, if you please. And, yeah, uh, it doesn't say anything. <laughs> I'm just gonna sign goodbye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you are all then escorted out. Um, Opal still clutching her... Uh, face, uh, her missing eye. And, now uh, you're a real pirate. <laughs> now you all are real pirates. Out of character, I see what you did there. Oh my god, I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> I really should give you a hand. Oh, Jesus Christ. Why did I not hey, expect... Come, hey, come on, don't uh, speak out of line there. Why did I, why did I not expect this? <laughs> All right. It's us. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, you guys are escorted out, uh, and you are once more outside of this breached ship along the cliffside, the storm still brewing above your heads, this seemingly never-ending storm, as the three of you clutching the painful... Uh, extremities or um, walking silently uh, for a bit, I imagine. Yes. And uh, you guys get into about like an hour or two of the trek back toward uh, uh, Lockworth when uh, Opal asks what did what did you two get in return for all that? Mm-hmm. Well, what's your thoughts on that? Out of character. Out of character. Well, nah. I'm letting you go first. Yeah. Op- Thanks. I- <laughs> o- Opal. I Opal is essentially asking, like, what you two got in exchange for what you gave up. Was it worth it? Um, how am I communicating again, uh, Kev? Uh, primarily through, like, sign language or whatever. Do they Um, understand sign language? Like, for the... For just, you know, for ease of communication, because like I said, I don't want to take away your ability to communicate with your teammates. Yes, they will. Okay. Uh... They know, like, let's just say, like, they know the basics. Okay. Yeah. Like, everyone here knows uh, the basics of sign language, at least. Yeah, yeah, like, there's, like, you know, like, uh, like sailing, sailing in general, like, sometimes you might have to rely on hand gestures to effectively communicate across the boat. Uh, That's over, true. like, harsh winds or whatever. Make, makes sense to me. Yeah, um, no, that definitely makes sense. Um, so, I'm gonna explain that I know where... 
my family is. And uh, basically explain the questions that I had ended up asking. Yep. Okay. Captain, um, just a kind of uh, looking at... He just can't stop looking at his uh, left side, and he just says, I got rid of uh, the Revenant. It was my punishment to bear. You all got involved in it, and I can't... Um, it, it, I could never live with myself if something happened to one of you because of my own mistake. So I took it. And that's what I got in return. I'm going to angrily sign. I told you not to do anything stupid. <laughs> as, as you did something stupid too, to be fair. Okay, but I got like legitimate information that we needed. That is true. That yeah, is but true. I also got the revenant off our backs, though. We We've don't been have to able to deal that. with it just fine. Yeah, but what happens if someone actually dies from that thing? Especially if it comes. We're not back. going to. We wouldn't let it happen. Well, it's the last time he's gonna let something like that happen. Now, like I, I said, he did randomly murdering people. <laughs> well, now I'm we just still have making a... a joke. Yeah, oh, it's, it's jokes. No, I, I do. I am legitimately happy though with that decision because I mean, it's one less thing to worry about as we're yeah. riding away. Yeah, I mean, I, I hate to say it, but I do. As harsh as it is, I do think it is a pretty. I do still think it was a pretty good decision. And it is something that Captain would do. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But, but Bill would still be upset about it. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. No, that's valid. <laughs> um, he what about our anything. lovely Captain? Yeah. I got some information on the elves and why they're after us. What's been going on with that? Okay, that's good. They are looking, of course, for my father's journal, the, the Hornfell family treasure. Your buddy Joseph mentions that there's this legend, this ocean horn. Supposed to control the ocean with it, I guess. The elves are after that. Yeah, they don't know about the dragon that they have to fight. No, you did good in... It's not a normal dragon, either. They said it was, like, corrupted or some shit. Paint down, I think, in particular. Either way, whoever fights it is not gonna have a good time. Nope. No. Maybe they'll die. (laughs) (laughs) It's not gonna be good. (laughs) I'm not looking forward to fighting that right now, obviously, but still. No, we just we let the Elven Empire go there. We let a bunch of them get their asses kicked, and then we take it out. That's fair. Yeah, let them weaken it? Yes. Meanwhile, There's obviously nothing wrong with my plan, and it will go perfectly. <laughs> Meanwhile, they're waiting for you guys to weaken it for them. <laughs> <laughs> for them were like hey there might be something we're there 
Watch it be an Indiana Jones situation where it's like it they're just waiting will for be. us. Oh my god! They're just waiting for us at the site, and they'll be like, "You go first. You find the treasure for us." <laughs> uh, no, you fight the dragon. You fight the dragon. Oh, uh, man. So, do you guys talk anything? Uh, you guys talk further about what happened? Um. Um. I guess Captain uh, just talks about uh, what were the other deals that you guys were offered. Oh, yeah, they were going to bring my dad back from the dead, but I also couldn't hear, and that would kind of that would leave suck. me pretty much a potato. <laughs> no, the only thing you got at that point would just be sight. I, I have arms and legs, and I can smell the gross of the ship. And taste. You have taste, too. Yeah. Yeah, because that's going to help me in battle. <laughs> I taste the blood of my enemies. <laughs> uh, you taste like salt. Yep, that'll help. <laughs> well, what was the, the third one, then? The questions that I had asked. No, uh, okay, well... And the other one, uh, they were willing to bring my family here, but I didn't want that because, you know, all the stuff going on. Yeah. So I I edited the deal basically to where they just told me where they are. Okay. Um in Mike in Captain's case, um, he just explains that they would offer him some visions uh, for information on something in exchange for his eye. That one he didn't really think would be all that useful. Um, because, you know, it, it wouldn't really matter that much, I don't think. Yeah. Um, and the second one, which was the one that he was really focused on, was in exchange for a finger, his dad's illness would be uh, cured. Um, and he basically this, uh, denied both of them because while the first one was getting the Revenant off and to prevent, you know, any more harm done uh, to, well, honestly, the Revenant himself, like that person's soul and the crew and himself, because that's his punishment... That makes sense to him, but mm. for this, to put all of, he denied it because all of his hard work will then have been for nothing, and would have just been up to a wish at that point. And that really infuriated him, because he's like, I have been away for like five, almost six years now, fighting and getting all this uh, for him, to help uh, him and his family, and to have it all just rest upon a wish at that point would just invalidate the entire adventure. Right. So that's why he denied it. What essentially is like a legitimate sunken cost fallacy. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's a tough one, though, because, I mean, that it, it is the whole point of him being on the journey, but if it boils down to, like, hey, you did all this and it meant nothing, uh, t have, take a wish and you're good, then that would just... It would just make everything, all that suffering and be all that fighting be for nothing at that point. Right. Alright. I don't regret taking two, to be honest. I definitely don't regret uh, removing his arm because the Revenant, look, I mean, even though, yes, we were doing fine, uh, uh, you know, attacking it, that thing could show up at any point. And to have that thing constantly hunting us down, it got annoying. I I'm glad that it's gone. Yeah, I actually, I forgot about the couple of times where it really came out of absolutely fucking nowhere and 
fucked us up a little bit. Yeah, well, not only that, but also I think after seeing that, you know, Joseph and, uh, you know, the others got knocked out, that's kind of what uh, told them that, okay, this thing is going to uh, affect everyone a part of the crew, and he can't have that kind of guilt on him. Right. So that's why he went with it. So I'm pretty happy with my decisions. Yeah. Oh. The captain would have absolutely done that. By the way, uh, I forgot to mention that the other thing that I gave up was um, some of my, basically my ability to lie well. Okay. So, I don't do a whole lot of deception anymore. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, you don't really do that much deception to begin with, so I don't really see that as being a bad thing. I usually only do it when like, I need to get us out of shit. Yeah. It doesn't really affect you too much as well because like well I'm not like, I got I gotta double check this but I'm pretty sure this also affects deception as well as persuasion. You cannot roll anything below a ten with your college of eloquence. Yeah, I mean I still have a plus three in deception because it took away five from my deception. Yeah, like I I can still lie pretty well. I'd have to roll pretty shit to do prepping. Yeah, yeah. but, um, yeah, so, as you guys discuss what has what occurred to you all and make your way back to Lockworth, you see the uh, dark silhouettes of the Oberon against the night sky as you approach the town. Tired, I imagine, and... Uh, carrying your wounds as you are. Yeah. You silently board the ship. Uh, Ordal uh, has been up, keeping watch, and as you approach, he says, How did... And then he stops as he sees the state of everybody. What... What What happened? What... Did they do this to you? Did... And he, he, you see him work himself up into a rage, and I, I'll, I'll, I'll go and find them myself. I'll... Ordal walk over and just like put my hand on his shoulder and I'm going to basically sign tomorrow sleep you as you like sign that he look as you sign that he looks questioning like why the heck are you signing and then this look of realization comes across his face and he is just shocked Captain just kind of uh, walks by um, as everyone's you know walking up there. He just kind of pats him on the back with his right arm. Here, let me, at the very least, let me help take care of you too. And uh, Ordal will go get a medical kit from below deck, and he begins to you know patch up your wounds a little bit, uh, wrap them up in gauze and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, And I take it that uh, you guys rest. Yep. Yes. All right. And uh, I don't want to get too far without Joseph, so I think that's a good enough spot to leave it. Okay. Uh, uh... <laughs> I know it's been forever since we last played too. We. Uh, but no, this was fun. I'm. Uh, I'm happy to have tortured my players. <laughs> no. Uh. <laughs> 
uh, I'm glad that you guys had fun, though. Uh, I hope the audience had a good time with it, too. Difficult decisions were made. That's for oh, sure. I, I'm already going to say this right now. I already know, like, you know, in character, of course, that is what our characters would do. But out of character, I'm so conflicted with, like, everything here. Yeah. I'm happy with the decisions, but I already know, like, people... With all these decisions, they are very controversial and very hard to, you know, figure out, okay, which would I go with? I already know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, this was uh, stressful. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, I liked it, though. Yeah. Mitch, I had to do research. <laughs> I had to actually, like, pace in, uh, back and forth in my apartment to be like, what the hell would he do? What would I be okay with? <laughs> I literally, when you went back to talk with uh, Kevin, I literally was, like, scouring the internet trying to figure out how to, like, work around stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, no, I'm, I'm pretty happy with the decisions we made. They are definitely, like, what our characters would do. Yes, oh, absolutely. for sure. So, hopefully the uh, price that you paid for what you got was well worth it and we will see you guys next time on the odyssey of the oberon say bye guys bye everyone bye, bye.